Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And on today's show, I'm going solo. I've got a lot cooking right now that I want to fill you in on. Specifically, the last week of my life has been absolutely crazy and awesome at the same time as I launched the new Bacon Sports website, as well as had two speaking gigs. So let's start with the Bacon Sports website, which was five and a half years in the making. When I started Bacon Sports, my dream was to work in sports. And the way that started, it was a sports comedy blog. I looked at the landscape and said, uh, I know I can create original sports content better than it's being made out there right now. Uh, with having a background in digital advertising sales, I knew that the advertising-based model is not something that I wanted to build on. That being said, it doesn't mean that I had the right answer for what to do if you weren't going to build a publisher website uh, without doing it based on advertising revenue, which right now you're certainly seeing play out as uh, yet another sports media website uh, got bought or went under given the uh, tough time publishers are having right now. But I digress. So for three years straight, we created sports, articles, videos, podcasts, social content. We organically built a community. We threw events. And we got awesome at engaging sports fans and growing and building communities. So that's when three years in, we decided, you know what? Why don't we offer the exact same services that we've used to grow our brand, specifically articles, videos, podcasts, social media content, fan engagement, and help brands do the same. And that's when CrestMedia.com was born. And quite frankly, the reason I created Crest Media is because I didn't want to have to send brands and agencies to a sports blog. So, for example, if I was going to try and do business, I didn't want to send you to... Uh, hey, here's an article on Lonzo Ball's latest mixtape. I wanted something that was a little bit more buttoned up and polished. So literally, it was just a separation of church and state. However, while that was going on, it made complete sense to me, but not necessarily everybody else. For me, I saw it, boom, this is simple. I've got an agency on one side, and I've got a sports blog and sports community on the other. But people often would ask me, Rob, what's the difference between the two? I'd explain, but not everybody got it. And so often people are like, you know what? I just don't understand what you do. And I would hear that over and over and over and over again. So both my websites were three years old. And so often, which happens with me, I decided to double down on myself. So after talking to a lot of people, I decided to combine both brands into one under the Bacon Sports roof. So Bacon Sports specializes in sports content creation and strategy to engage fans and the lifestyle of sports. My goal with the website was to get ultimate clarity for what we do. When someone goes on the website, they'll exactly know what Bacon Sports is and who we do it for. And oh, by the way, we still create a ton of sports content on our blog, it just so happens that we're now going to be mixing together sports with business, with entrepreneurship, with marketing, with content creation, because that's where our roots came from. 
And what better way to show that we can engage sports fans than to consistently do that on social media and with all the content that we create on top of the client work that we do. And oh, by the way, we absolutely love continuing to grow the bacon sports community. So while this is going on, we're definitely going to be inspiring sports entrepreneurs to help them level up their skills and their knowledge and their hustle. I'm super excited about all of this. It's it's literally five and a half years in the making for me. I'm super excited about the team that we're building, the amazing things that we're doing. And I guess if you're listening to this, uh, we would love to be able to work with you or be an asset if there's any way that we can. Uh, We know that we're great at social content, videos, podcasts, articles, uh, events, strategy, you name it, we can do it. We engage sports fans because we are sports fans and we understand what it takes to be a brand with a heartbeat. Next thing, I had two speaking gigs last week. One at DigiMarcon in Chicago, which is an event that I actually emceed last year in New York. They were in Chicago for the first time, and I spoke on a panel about social media marketing and content creation. And then the second one, which is what I'm really going to focus on, was with the ECHL, their summer meetings. The ECHL is a minor league hockey league and their 30 or 32 teams uh were there and i hosted two panels uh each one was an hour and 45 minutes one was on social media content creation and fan engagement the other was the importance of having a written strategy and what you can do to increase fan engagement on a small budget And I want to share some of the things that I learned and that I experienced there because I think they very much resonate with a lot of what I'm seeing in the industry right now. But first, some thoughts on the speaking side of things. One thing that I noticed right away is you have to set the tone and the energy as a speaker. So for me, boom, give me an aux cord and I am money. Go to Spotify and I curated a playlist where I was playing a little Rick Ross, some Avicii. Um, I also looked up some hockey jock jams. That way, when people were coming into the room, uh, it wasn't just cold and silent. Instead, there's a little party going on because everything that I want to do is about fun and energy and positivity, and this really helps set the foundation. So if you're ever doing a speaking gig, one thing that I highly recommend is use music at the very beginning because it will immediately get everybody's attention. So now to some of the things that I learned. Uh, I heard a lot of the same struggles from the social media manager. So primarily in the audience was a combination of social media managers, many of them who wore many hats, as well as presidents and GMs of the teams. And the struggles they had were a lack of time, a lack of budget, a lack of resources, and it was hard for them to get buy-in from upper management because Oftentimes, there is a gap in age between some of the higher level executives and some of the younger people who are doing the social media marketing. So they're saying, hey, what can you do to help bridge this gap? And one thing that I think that is super important is you have to educate those who don't understand. And it's not that simple, though, because you've got to set a specific time to be able to do this where you get undivided attention. It's almost like trying to teach someone when you're in college 
uh, a drinking game when they were drunk already. It just doesn't work. They're not going to remember anything. And the same thing will happen with social media marketing for someone who's a little bit older, who's not on the social platforms. If they're not giving your, you their attention, they're definitely not going to grasp what's going on in the social media landscape. So what I believe you need to do is say, hey, can I get 15 or 20 minutes to go over with you some things I'm seeing in the industry for how it can benefit our company or brand because you've got to be able to do it in a language that they understand. Number two, I heard a lot of brands say that they want to or are open to doing podcasting, but they haven't. If you are one of them, I've got a resource for you. Go to baconsports.com backslash podcast hyphen ebook. I've got a free ebook of Podcast Hustle where I will give you step-by-step instructions for what to do to launch a podcast and grow an audience. And I could not be more bullish on audio. I'm going to be double and tripling down on audio because I've seen the positive effects of this. And I'm over 500 podcast episodes in uh, published for my career. The relationships that I've made have been amazing. The community that has come from it has been absolutely amazing. I love doing it. And there's no reason why brands shouldn't do it as well. One thing that I just don't understand why everybody doesn't see it is that unlike Facebook, where for a large majority of people, you have to pay to get reach. If you're not good at getting organic reach with podcasting, you control the channel. At no point does iTunes say, sorry, you now have to pay for those subscribers or downloads that you were previously getting. Because of it, I very much see podcasting the same way you would an email list. With an email list, it's great because you can keep hitting that bad boy up because you have the ownership of that. Podcasting is the exact same way. So if you're looking to find a way to build organic reach as well as build a community, build engagement, increase awareness, then podcasting is absolutely it. Last thing on the speaking gig side of things. Speaking gigs are way more fun when they are interactive. So my mindset going into this is I'm going to have the time of my life. So I'm dancing before uh, the speaking gig happens. And when I was done with it, uh, when I was kicking it with my friends, was like, so what are your tips for not being nervous or doing public speaking? And I really see it as an opportunity to deliver value. So the way that I started this speaking gig was I was like, listen, guys, thanks for having me. I'm incredibly excited to be doing this, but this isn't about me. This is about you. What can I do to provide value for you? Because you've got me for the next hour and 45 minutes to talk about social media marketing, content creation, and fan engagement. So are there challenges you have? Let me know them. And because of this, it became a very interactive session, which uh, like anything, you've, you've got to get the ball rolling. So the first question I asked was literally, what are the challenges that you have? And the crowd took an extra two seconds to answer it. So I'm sitting there and, and I've gotten comfortable being uncomfortable. So you got to be cool silence. So I asked a question. I was like, what challenges are you guys facing as social media marketing managers? And it was just silent. And then finally, somebody raised their hand and then boom, three or four more people raised their hand. And next thing you know, for the next hour and 45 minutes, it's going back and forth where people are now jumping in. They're talking about 
what they're seeing, their challenges, their thoughts on the, the landscape as a whole. And it made it significantly easier for me. And it was way more engaging for the audience because it was almost like a therapy session where everyone's like, I'm experiencing something similar. I don't have a lot of people to talk to about this. And I absolutely love that. So having that mindset where it's like, boom, let's keep this going. And once we answer the questions, boom, we'd move on to, to the next topic. So the mindset is definitely have fun, make it engaging. And oh, by the way, I had zero slides with me. The reason being is I was at a pitch contest in Chicago called Technori, where startups will go and they've got five minutes to pitch uh, what they do. And on one of the events, they had a keynote speaker uh, who is the owner of Alinea, which is a restaurant in Chicago, which is like one of the best restaurants in the world, like five stars. It's like several hundred dollars. It's extremely difficult to get reservations there. Look it up, Alinea. It's completely baller. Anyways, when he came on stage, he said, listen, I don't believe in having slides that you should be able to get your message across without having them. And I was like, all right, this guy said it, and I'm down for that. And amazingly, the girl who was actually pitching her company next went on stage and said, hey, I've got a slide presentation all set, but if I don't use my slides, will you give me a reservation to your restaurant? And the guy said yes, and she went without the slides. And since that moment, I've never forgot that. And yes, I get it. Having a visual representation can certainly help uh, paint the picture on a speaking gig. However, for me, I didn't want to use that as a crutch. And I knew that my focus was going to be on the fan engagement of the audience in the crowd. So because of that, in both sessions, uh, I did not use slides. And I'm glad that I didn't because I felt very confident in my knowledge and what I had to offer there. And I feel like it really gave me the opportunity to uh, make sure that everyone was participating in what I was doing and that it wasn't going to be boring because I've seen it when people are just yawning through presentations because God knows I can talk for an hour and 45 minutes straight, but that is not what I wanted to happen. So uh, a lot of good things are going to be happening to the sports marketing huddle for the rest of the year. Now that the Bacon Sports Redesign is up and running, now that these two speaking gigs are done, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the the people that I'm going to bring on this show, the thought leadership that we're going to share and what can come from it. I also hope that this, this podcast becomes a springboard for engagement for you, that I want to interact with you, the audience, in everything that we do, whether it's on social media, whether we're able to work together, whether we jump on podcasts together, or you tell me, Rob... I've got a podcast. I want you to come on because that has happened. Shout out to my man, Dave Wakeman. Shout out to my man, Colin. You guys did that and I love it. So I just want to say thank you for being part of the sports marketing huddle up until this point. Uh, there's a lot of positive momentum going right now and I'm going to keep those positive vibes going. So if there's anything that I can do to be an asset to you, uh, with content creation strategy, getting a podcast up and running, drop me a line, rob at baconsports.com. Let's make it happen. Boom shakalaka. Woo-hoo!